Welcome to the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a Monday night football game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. So excited to dive into this matchup between the Buffalo Bills who sit at 4-1 and one and might be the best team in the NFL coming into Nashville for a prime time game. We are going to dive into the keys to victory on offense and defense and I'm going to outline the game plan that the Titans need to have to win this game. Then we are going to zoom in a little bit, look at the individual players and individual matchups that I think will go a long way in determining the outcome of this game. And then finally, have a little bit of fun with our miscellaneous period. We are going to do some fantasy conversation with my beautiful dark twisted fantasy preview. We are going to do some gambling conversation with keeping it plus 100. And I'm going to tell you guys how I would bet this matchup. Then we are going to talk about what's happening in the AFC South throughout the NFL in week six. Finally, I will give you my game and score prediction. So a lot to discuss on a Monday night football game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Prime time, baby. The Tennessee Titans against the Buffalo Bills on Monday night. Football, very excited to watch this game. We are going to dive into everything you need to know before it kicks off. Before we do, got to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. And if you're new here, make sure that you subscribe to the Locked On Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream. I am going to be putting out daily Monday through Friday Tennessee Titans content, not only during the season, but all year long. So subscribe on whatever platform you stream. Subscribe to the Locked On Titans YouTube channel as well. Smash that notification bell so you know when all of my content goes live. Have to check me out on social media at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter where I do all of my film breakdowns and all my film clips. And then the show Facebook page at Locked On Titans Pod. But with all that said, time to dive into this game preview and we are going to talk keys to victory from a big picture standpoint on the defensive side of the ball, which I ultimately do think will be the most important side of the ball for the Titans because it has a chance to completely derail any chance for them to stay in this game. But I think the Titans will have a good game plan. And what I want to hearken back to is when the Titans play the Ravens, when the Titans played the Bills last year, there's a formula here that Mike Vrabel has developed that has allowed him to play well against these incredibly mobile playmaking quarterbacks uh, in big moments. And, and the Titans need to follow that game plan specifically on defense. you got to have pass rush integrity. Him, Josh Allen, in the pocket. Don't allow him to run around behind the line of scrimmage, making plays, extending plays, second reaction, five, six, seven second plays. The Titans guys cannot cover for that long, and the Titans put all that money in their pass rush, and Bud Dupree should be able to go in this game. So you'll have Jeffrey Simmons, Danico Autry, Harold Landry, and Bud Dupree all together at one time. They have to impact this game, but they have to be smart when they do it. Have rush integrity. Don't just fly in there and allow an easy escape for Josh Allen out of the pocket to his right side. You got to rush 
intelligently try to get to the quarterback but collapse the pocket around him. Don't just try to dart in from the sides and give him easy avenues to get out of the pocket. I know it'll be hard to be that disciplined, but the Titans have shown when they install the game plan correctly, they can do just that. So even if the Titans don't have a lot of sacks in this game, it could still be beneficial. The Titans have to stop the run on early downs as well and get the Bills into third and long situations. They're incredibly improved in the run game this year, averaging 140 yards per game on the ground. That's fifth best in the NFL, right behind the Titans. So you can't let the Bills get easy third and short opportunities over and over because they're getting four yards per carry uh, on early down. So you got to get Josh Allen third and long situations. That's your best bet to try to get off the field and Ultimately, I think the Titans are going to have a hard time doing that anyway. The Bills are going to go up and down the field and get yardage, as we've seen in these kind of matchups. But the red zone, that is one weakness that Buffalo has right now. They're 24th in the NFL in red zone efficiency. They've only scored a touchdown on 58.3% of their red zone opportunities. So that is a place where the Titans defense, you let them down the field, make them nickel and dime it, five yards here, five yards there, four yards here, really work for it, 10, 12, 15 play drives and then you win in the red zone and hold the Bills to field goals which teams have been able to do this year even with all of their success the Titans have to win that red zone battle especially on defense if they want to have a chance to win this game hold to field goals don't be disheartened by the fact that Buffalo is going up and down the field on you they're going to get yardage they're a good team they're a good offense but win in the red zone and and everything can still work Speaking of everything working, the Titans have another side of the ball that they're going to need to step up after kind of a, even though the numbers are there, a top 10 offense, a little bit of a slow start for the Titans offense, and a lot of that has to do with not having two of the pillars that this offense is built around, Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, but both of those guys are playing in this game, and I want to see it from the Titans offense. They're going to have to play a smart game plan, the typical underdog game plan, but it does work for the Titans, and they are ideally suited to make this game plan work. So number one, you got to run the ball. You got to control the clock. The Titans right now are actually the fifth best team in the NFL at holding the ball. They have the fifth highest drive time average, which is three minutes and eight seconds. So the Titans do have the ability to go on long drives and hold the ball, keep the defense fresh against a, a great offense like Buffalo's, but also keep the ball out of the hands of Buffalo's talented quarterback and limit the amount of times that they can actually score those touchdowns on big plays. So run the ball, Titans, and that may be harder than you think. Buffalo right now is the third best rush defense in the NFL, 78.4 yards allowed per game. But as Joe Marino from Locked On Bills intelligently told us on Thursday's crossover, the Bills' run game is a, a product, or, or run defense, is a product of good defense, but also they've been blowing teams out, and teams have to throw in the second half of these games. So it's not like teams are trying to run the ball on Buffalo for all four quarters. So the Titans may be able to have more success than maybe the numbers show, and we'll see how real that Buffalo Bills run defense truly is. The Titans also have to find a way to have explosive plays in the passing game. I need two. From the Titans. Right now, the Titans are the 30th worst team in the NFL when it comes to having explosive plays in the passing game. That's a 20-yard pass play. They've only had 7% of their offensive snaps result in a 20-yard pass play. That cannot stand. And as I mentioned, AJ and Julio are back. They got to step up. 
they got to step up in this game and make big plays. And then on the flip side, from the Buffalo perspective, I talked about red zone defense. Red zone offense, it's been a big drop-off for the Titans. They've dropped off about 19% from last year. They're 26th in the NFL in red zone opportunities being converted into touchdowns, 56.5%. The Titans have to win in the red zone, 4 for 5, 5 for 5, uh, 3 for 3, whatever it happens to be. The Titans have to score touchdowns, and they have to hold hold the Bills to the field goals because both teams should be able to move the ball a little bit. Finally, this covers everything. Turnovers. The Titans can't lose the turnover battle in this game. They got to win by two, in my opinion. And all these games, Buffalo in the playoffs in 2000, or Baltimore in the playoffs in 2019. Uh, Again, Baltimore when the Titans won in the regular season in 2020. Buffalo, when the Titans won in the regular season in 2020, the Titans defense was able to force multiple turnovers, give good starting field positions and advantageous situations to the offense to make it easier for them against good defenses. The Titans have to do that. They have to win the turnover battle. Not only can they not lose the turnover battle, but they have to win. It has to be at least one one advantage for the Titans, two advantage for the Titans, I think is realistically what you're looking for. The Titans are the 26th worst team in the NFL in turnover margin. They're minus three right now. And Buffalo is, or the Titans are plus three, I'm saying, and Buffalo is, or minus three is the right way to say it. Buffalo is number one in the NFL at plus 11 in the turnover margin. So the Titans are minus three. Buffalo is plus 11. That's a huge disparity. The Titans can't let that trend continue. They got to flip that and find a way to win the turnover battle to beat a team that's playing better football than they are right now. So those are my keys to victory for the Titans on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Now we're going to zoom in our lens a little bit, look at the individual players I think will have a big role in this game, look at some matchups on either side of the ball that I think will will really determine whether the Titans are going to be able to get a victory in this tough spot on Monday Night Football. Before we get into that, though, do want to tell you guys about DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. you got another device that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the good stuff. Well, I just want to tell you that there's a simple way to get all that entertainment that you love without the hassle, and it's a great way to finally kind of get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites, puts them together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, shows, all in one place. There's no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part, no annual contracts. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device is required. Content varies by package. Titans fans, let's continue this Monday night football game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We talked about the big picture takeaways or my big picture keys to victory for the offense and defense and the team in general. And now I want to zoom in and talk about the individual players that I think will have a a big time role in winning this game for the Titans and some matchups that I'm really going to have my eye on during the course of the game. Before we get into that, I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember to subscribe on whatever platform you do stream and check out the Locked On Titans YouTube. YouTube channel. Uh, moving into these matchups on defense, 
Caleb Farley. So some big injury news here. The Titans will be without their number one cornerback, Christian Fulton. And that's a big blow against a talented wide receiver core of Buffalo that has Stephon Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley in the slot. And what this means is time for Caleb Farley to step up. Caleb Farley's going to get the start. He's in the game. He's ready to go. Caleb Farley's starting. When you draft a first-round cornerback and they have to start a game, you can't you can't be upset about that. It's time. We need this guy to help the team. A John Robinson draft pick has to help the team in his rookie season at some point. It's got to happen. So, Caleb Farley, it's your time. I expect a good game. I expect him to play well. Now, he looked a little rough last week. Got the DPI that took away the Jackrabbit interception in the red zone. Uh, there was a play where Chenault absolutely smoked him on the route, was wide open for a touchdown, and Lawrence just missed the throw. So I am a tad worried there, but if Caleb Farley gets roasted and targeted all game long, the Titans are in trouble. But if he's able to hold his own and have a decent game, then the Titans have a good chance to win. So Caleb Farley, player I am watching, his performance is going to go a long way into whether or not the Titans can win. Also, a matchup that I'm going to watch, Dane Crookshank in man coverage against Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox has 18 catches, 261 yards, and five touchdowns so far on the year. He has been Josh Allen's number one target in the red zone as well. Dane Crookshank is the one who has been tasked with manning up on tight ends when the Titans go to nickel and when the Titans go to dime over the last few weeks. He's going to have to win that game in a big physical matchup with a guy like Dawson Knox who is playing the best football of his entire career. So if Dane Crookshank can turn off Dawson Knox's water in the red zone and make Josh Allen go other places. It might give the Titans the split second they need to win that red zone battle that we talked about in our first segment. Also, Harold Landry and David Long as a quarterback spy on Josh Allen. You can't let Josh Allen run around and make plays on you all night long. Sometimes, instead of rushing four, the Titans will just rush three, and then they'll have one of the guys drop off and be a spy. That's either going to be David Long or it's going to be Harold Landry because they're the only guys who are athletic enough in the front seven to have that job. You don't want to waste that job on a safety or a cornerback. That's You don't want Kevin Byard doing that. He needs to be roaming the middle of the field in zone coverage and making plays on the football like we saw last week. So for my money, it's going to be Harold Landry and David Long who play a spy on Josh Allen. The majority of of the game when a spy is used I would only do it sparingly in third and and long situations maybe third and short in the red zone but for for my money those are the two guys that are going to be spying on Allen and they have to win that battle and not let Josh Allen beat them in one-on-one situations David Long missed a lot of tackles last week and he's going to have to sure that up because Josh Allen is a big guy. Moving to the offensive side of the ball uh, Taylor Lewan and David Questenberry at tackles going against one specific guy, but just the whole entire group. Gregory Russo, the rookie out of Miami. Three sacks on the year, 13 run stops per pro football focus. Uh, he They do a, a massive rotation on the defensive line. Buffalo has about eight or nine guys that they'll rotate through. On the edge of that, like Jerry Hughes, uh, Mario Addison, another young guy like uh, A.J. Espinessa. So they'll rotate all those guys in. But Gregory Russo is in there on early downs a lot of the time. He's able to get some pass rush snaps as well because of the rotation. He's had, like I said, three sacks on the team, which is the most for Buffalo. He's good in the run game. He's six foot seven, over two hundred and 
150 pounds. I mean, he's a monster of a guy. And when you have a guy who's that athletic and just as big as Taylor Lewan, he could give him trouble. So we're going to see if Taylor's back. And it's not just in pass protection. It is in the run game. The tackles have to step up and play a good game against this edge rusher group of the Buffalo Bills because the interior is going to have their hands full as well. Tremaine Edmonds, the linebacker for Buffalo, that's a guy that the Titans need to attack. He's been targeted 21 times this year, giving up 18 completions, 185 yards, and two touchdowns. He did get an interception in one game, but either way, the Titans have to attack over the middle of the field with the glance play to A.J. Brown, the classic Titans glance over the middle, throwing that play-action fake and then hitting A.J. Brown over the middle. They need that. They need to get him one-on-one against a guy like Anthony Ferkser, who has to step up and win that matchup. Uh, Matt Milano, the other linebacker, is absolutely excellent. One of the best linebackers in the league. Great in coverage as well. Tremaine Edmonds is the linebacker that you can target and get good situations on. Chester Rogers in the slot, finding a way to get on Tremaine Edmonds. Anthony Ferkser hitting A.J. Brown over the middle and taking advantage of the play-action fake. They need to target Tremaine Edmonds to have success over the middle of the field in this game. And then finally, like I mentioned earlier, Titans haven't got a lot out of A.J. Brown and Julio Jones so far this year because of injuries. They just haven't. Right now, A.J. only has 10 catches through five weeks for 130 yards and a touchdown. Julio had that one big first half in Seattle. He racked up over 100 yards there, but he's only got 12 catches for 204 yards, and he's got zero touchdowns, even though he should have one. Lies. You sit on a throne of lies, the NFL officiating. That was ridiculous, man. I'm still mad about that. Unbelievable. Uh, Just as mad about that as I am when Khalif Raymond got absolutely destroyed against the Saints and they didn't call helmet to helmet. Still mad about these things. I got to learn to let it go. I do. Uh, But anyways, with that in mind, AJ and Julio got a ball out. I mean, they got a ball out. Derrick Henry's got to break off a big run. Kevin Byard got to get an interception. Um there's got to be a strip sack by Landry or Bud Dupree or Jeffrey Simmons. Like the, the stars for the Titans have to ball out. And that's why the Titans went and got Julia. Because this offense is relying on big plays from their three guys. So it comes down to that. Julio and AJ got a ball out for the Titans. I mean, both of them over 100, a touchdown, a piece. I mean, they need them. They need them to win. And Tredavious White is really good. Levi Wallace, another corner for for Buffalo, played decent football at times. But they haven't played incredible so far this year. Not lights out incredible at cornerback. Titans got to win that matchup. You got two studs, two guys who we think can both be Hall of Famers, even though it's early for AJ. They got to win. They got to show up now. They're both playing. These are the matchups that the Titans needed these guys for. AJ, Julio, we need you. It's time. But we are going to have some fun in the final segment of today's show. We are going to talk gambling. We are going to talk fantasy. I'm going to give you my game and score prediction. We are going to talk about the AFC South, and I want to mention the Titans' Week 7 opponent as well. So a lot to talk about still on this Monday Night Football Game Preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Before we get into it, just want to remind you guys about the best-tasting protein bars in the galaxy from our friends over at Built Bar. Right now, they have a great limited-time flavor. It is the cookie dough chunk. I am absolutely enthralled with that built Bar. It's got really good texture, really good flavor, covered in 100% chocolate. Doesn't just taste good, though. They're healthy for you as well. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, 
They're great as a healthy meal substitute or just a guilt-free snack. Make sure that you go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Also, have to tell you guys about BetOnline.ag. They're the number one spot to bet all the pro and college football this fall. They have a brand new updated site. It's got a new interface with even more odds, props, and contests than ever before. Head to their website right now. You can use your laptop or your mobile device. Sign up for free, and when you use the promo code Locked On, that's one word, Locked On, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Once again, that's promo code Locked On for the 50% welcome bonus. So whether it's football, basketball, hockey, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all these amazing offers. Remember, use the promo code locked on at betonline.ag, betonline, where the game starts. All right, Titans fans, we are going to cap off this Monday night football game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Another reminder, thank you for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day, but make sure to make the Peacock and Williamson podcast your second listen. You got Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson breaking down all the national news so you get that national perspective on all the latest NFL buzz. Check out the Peacock and Williamson podcast Monday through Friday on whatever platform you do stream. Let's have a little bit of fun here to cap off the show. We talked about my big picture Keys to victory for the Titans, mush rush, stop the run, play red zone defense on offense, run the ball, control the clock, have some explosive plays in the passing game, and you yourself execute in the red zone. And the Titans have to win the turnover battle probably by two, in my opinion, to win this game. But now I want to dive into the... the AFC South slate over the weekend. Right now, the Jaguars are literally playing the Dolphins as we speak. They're in the first quarter as I'm recording this uh, this podcast for you guys. So we'll talk about all the games in the AFC South, the gambling, the fantasy, and let's dive right in with that AFC South slate. Jacksonville is playing the Dolphins in London. The Dolphins are 1-4. Jacksonville is 0-5. I think Jacksonville gets their first win of the season. Now, Jacksonville could be down 14 to nothing as we speak. I, I, I can't rule that out. Um, so that this could sound really, really silly. But uh, I think Jacksonville does find a way to get their first win of the season. The Dolphins are missing a ton of people. Well, the Dolphins are up 7-3 to at the end of the first quarter. So, yeah, Jacksonville is going to lose. They're going to go to 0-6. That's what I said all along. I started out talking about this game saying that Jacksonville would lose. So Jacksonville is going to lose that game, go to 0-6. They're a mockery. I'm upset that I picked the wrong team and pick them now. Next, though, the Texans are going to Indianapolis, and they are playing the Colts. Both teams are 1-4, and four, and i got to be honest, I just hope the Texans win. It would just be laughable. The Colts go to 1-5, and five, lose to the Texans. I'm not worried about the Texans at all, so actually it's better for the Titans in the long run, I think. But either way, just for, for the comedy, of the situation. I hope that the Texans beat the Colts in Indianapolis, especially the Colts are coming off that emotional letdown loss to the Ravens. So 
This is a spot where I could see them not being ready to go. Uh, I do want to mention this game, even though it's not AFC South. The Chiefs are on the road in Washington against the football team. Uh, both of those teams are 2-3. and three. The Titans play the Chiefs in Tennessee next week. And I just want to mention that it's back-to-back games on the east side of the country. I know it's not super far from Kansas City, but two games on the road back-to-back after you started the season in a poor fashion, losing games that you wanted to win. I think the Chiefs will win this game in a tight one. Um, but basically I think the Titans will be in a good spot to maybe get a win. And if the Titans can win one of these bills, chiefs games, then that's, that's incredible. Go one and one in these next two weeks. That is incredible for the Titans and their push towards the end of the season. So pay attention to that chiefs game, of course, and I'll be breaking down that film to get ready for next week. Uh, then Let's go into my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy preview. Talk the fantasy aspect of the Titans game. You're playing AJ. You're playing Julio. You're playing Derrick Henry if you're in season long. I don't think that I would roll Tannehill out there just because it's 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 a risky play. Definitely not going with the defense. Definitely not going with Ferkser. Uh, probably not going with the kicker either. There are better kickers available that you feel more confident in. I think that if you're playing daily fantasy, I might go with Julio because he's gonna be he's gonna be cheaper than AJ. So I might go with Julio, but I also would consider Jeremy McNichols because there is a chance that the Titans get blown out in this game. They can't run the ball. They have to throw. And Jeremy McNichols gets a bunch of dump offs and just a bunch of volume and a bunch of work. So Jeremy McNichols in your flex spot, daily fantasy. I think it's a solid play. Uh, keeping it plus 100 for the gambling. Right now, as things stand at this moment, uh, Buffalo is a minus five and a half point favorite. I would stay away from that. Just, I don't like to put my money and my heart in the same well to be dropped down the down the ladder. But if you do want to bet on this game, I wouldn't go with that five and a half line. I wouldn't bet the 53 and a half over under straight up. What I would do is I would try to get a seven point teaser on the Titans, tease them up to 12 and a half, and then tease the under uh, or the over under up to 60 to 60 and a half. And then so bet the under 60 and a half, bet the Titans plus 12 and a half. I think that would be an advantageous bet if you have to put your money and your heart together and bet on this game at betonline.ag. Use the promo code locked on. Um, finally, my game and score prediction. I know you guys don't want to hear this, and I want to be wrong. I do, but I'm going to go 31 to 20 Buffalo wins. Buffalo is just playing great right now. And the Titans can beat teams like this. They have the ability to do it. But right now with the way the offensive line is playing and how great the defensive line group is for Buffalo, I think it's just such a mismatch that it's going to ruin the game. Like all the Titans losses have been with the Cardinals, the defensive line just ate the Titans up and it ruined the whole game. With the Jets, just ate the Titans up on the with the defensive line. And I think Buffalo's defensive line is going to do that to the Titans again. So 31-20, to 20, Buffalo wins. And again, I certainly do hope that I'm wrong. But that's going to do it for this Monday Night Football Game Preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. I got, a, I got a rough stretch ahead of me, folks. I got to be honest with you. So after that Monday night football game is over, which will probably be uh, 11.45 midnight here on the East Coast, um, I'm going to stay up. I'm going to do an instant reaction podcast. I am trying to decide right now whether I'm going to do a 10-minute like instant raw reaction at midnight and post that and then go to bed 
because uh, I have to get up at like 6, 6.30 in the morning. Um, so I'll, if I do a full-length podcast, 30 minutes, I'll be up until roughly 2 in the morning, and my Tuesday will be rough, and I'm supposed to watch tape and do all that stuff. So I don't know uh, what the plan is now. I know you'll get a, at minimum a 10- to 12-minute instant reaction after the game. I may do that and then do the full-length podcast with tighten up and tighten down and all of that stuff and do, and record that on Tuesday night and just make that the Tuesday podcast. Um, so that may be what I do. Either way, you're either going to get a full-length 30-minute game review, game recap, or you're going to get a 10-minute instant recap with your normal game recap uh, 12 hours later or 18 hours later, whatever it happens to be. So either way, you're going to get content. You're going to get a ton. I just have to decide how much sleep I truly need. It's basically been none over the last few weeks, but I love it, baby. Football season is here and certainly hope that the Titans can pull out a miracle on Monday night against the Bills. But that's going to do it for me today. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.